Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. has reported um, he's going through that process right now um, uh, it's going to be a day-to-day thing um, where you know Daniel and I have had such good dialogue over these last few days and 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 really trying to build you know build a plan for him um, that allows him to feel good about you know coming to work as a Minnesota Viking every single day and and uh, we'll continue to work through the contractual side I tend to you know let that uh, you know let that be dealt with with Kwesi and, and Rob and the rest of our crew that do a a great job with that, but you know, as as always, and I, I try to keep the dialogue and the communication with with all of our players open at all times. And I think Daniel feels comfortable communicating with me, and and, and we'll work through it day by day. But he is here. Uh, it was great to see him a few minutes ago. And we are live here on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. If you're listening on demand, Apple, Spotify, please give us a five star rating and a positive review so we can spread the word about this Vikings community. And Judd Zolgad in his little collared shirt, classing it up. The sports dad is coming in hot from the training camp introduction press conferences. We had KOC, Quasi, Harrison Smith, Kirk Cousins. So I guess we can officially call these Judd's camp notes, right? I mean, these are... Are you popping your collar? Pop the collar. Why are you popping your collar? First day of school. First day of school. But cool. No, First I don't think. Cool. I don't think. Have you guys ever right, seen a, like a, it, a double popped collar before? I've seen those. The ones where it's two, it's two collars, right? Is that what you're you talking like about? Two yeah. collars. And yeah, you that, was big, two that collars. was big, like what, like Hollister, Abercrombie, you're probably Von like Dutch era. kind yeah. of a, yeah. kind of a situation. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm not familiar with any of this. Oh. So uh, we'll uh, we'll keep that collar down here. We will dig through Judd's camp notes, recapping yes. These press conferences, Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. They're going to try again here. They've assembled for training camp. They're going to try again to win a Super Bowl for like the 60-something time. No matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. Learn more at TCL.com. And before we get to the notes, a super fun event happening. I saw a video of Justin Thomas out on the practice uh, round today. The 3M Open has taken over the Twin Cities this week. Yeah, JT's coming to town. Uh, obviously, Billy Horschel will be there, too. We got Gary Woodland. Tony Fina will be defending his title. You know, he was the darling of full swing. Kirk Cousins was the darling of the quarterback documentary. Yeah, Both those yeah. series on Netflix. We could see Tony... 
uh, maybe again, be behind the scenes a little bit and defend his title. You can go to 3mopen.com slash tickets. The golf might start on Thursday, but the whole week of festivities is going on right now. So go to 3mopen.com slash tickets. All right, Judd, let's open up the notebook here. Let's start with the headline, I think, that, that came out of this. And there's a lot of really good nuggets from Kirk Cousins, but Daniil Hunter, breaking news, has reported to training camp. He is not a holdout. Now, technically, he could be a hold-in, as they're kind of hinting at, that uh, he's there, but he might not practice much. But as of right now, he is avoiding the $50,000 daily fine that like holdouts like Chris Jones, for instance, are uh, accumulating. So what did you find out about Daniil Hunter today? Well, I guess it's not a surprise that without his contract done, and from what Kevin O'Connell said, it sounds very much like he is going to be a hold-in because O'Connell basically said, well, since we didn't see him during any of the off-season program, that Daniil Hunter is going to not take part in practice when we start, which means that he showed up but said, I'm not practicing. Um, I I think this is very intriguing in a a few ways. First of all, the reason to hold in now is because unlike the previous collective bargaining agreement, Daniel Hunter, if he didn't show up, that $50,000 a day, if and when a contract gets done with the Vikings or another team, the $50,000 fines cannot be forgiven now. And so a guy who is uh, due to make $5.5 million under a contract in his last season, he doesn't like, is not going to want to pay $50,000 a day. He did pay the two-day mini camp fine, but I think combined that was less than fifty grand total. Um, this is going to present the first one of the first really interesting t- challenges, unless this contract is just about done. But at this point in time, we don't know that. Yeah. This is going to present one of the first real interesting challenges to Quasi Adolfo Mensa and Kevin O'Connell because you're going to have a guy there who's a popular guy, who's a really good player, who's not going to be practicing i don't expect him to create problems but as much as teams say they don't mind distractions every day he's there and not taking part in practice it's a distraction and someone's going to be asked about it and they're going to have to answer questions and so yes i do look like i work at target is there robert something wrong Huebner with that says judd looks like he works robert, at target other people say base, you look like you shopped at kohl's for you that shop uh, with up which I have shopped at Kohl's before. There, there's a Kohl's right n- near me. I'm going to tell you right now, the Kohl's are absolutely fine. Shut here. Is here is for right. Kohl's. Look, our Target, Target, the baseball cards are right down there. If you want some mouthwash, I can tell you where everything is at the oh, SAP Target. I love how that, those are the two things. Baseball Toothpaste, cards and baseball mouthwash cards, are the two things. You're CVS. Honey, I'm going to tell you all about that. you got to go pick up some baseball cards and mouthwash. Got here for well, Listerine. If you're going to stop at Target, you might as well get a pack of baseball cards. Got uh, here for do. Scope. Scope yep. has three different flavors. Crest, um... Toothpaste. I like the flavorful stuff, though. I hate that, like, the, just the white toothpaste. It's chalky. I hate that toothpaste. Nah, screw that uh, stuff. So this is going to present, just to go back to Daniel Hunter, this is going to present, like, one of the first very interesting challenges to see how Quasi and Kevin handle this. So, and yeah. Yeah, no, Dawn, would, Dawn is not Julie. She would prefer that I dressed better than I do. <laughs> I just don't. Well, what would happen if you said, Dawn, listen, I would dress better if, like, Kirk Cousins, he had a wife that would lay out his clothes every morning. Would Don be willing to, to take on this step in your lives? If we're going somewhere nice, she picks the clothes. Okay. But, it, I mean, it's got to be nice. It can't be just, like, out to get a if drink If I'm waking up early enough in the morning, I will lay out my clothes the night before, because I don't want to, like, figure out what I'm trying to wear. It if I, I always do that. Early. Only if I, I have to be up early. That. Oh, not, yeah. Not, or golf. No. Yeah. The, the decision fatigue wow. is, a, is a real thing. So, do you want the real Daniil Hunter scoop? Because I, ha- I have a nugget for you. Oh, sure. That may or may not matter. Okay. 
Sure. Um, and credit to a couple. I saw some people on Vikings Twitter that were like doing the the legwork on this. So I'm just sort of piggybacking off what Vikings Twitter uncovered. I did the work of going through each of Daniel Hunter's 412 Instagram followers today. Declan, you can confirm. I was yep. on my phone going through his Instagram that was account. Nice to you. Yeah. Oh, I did see this. Okay. I combed through 412 followers uh, or, or who he's following, right? Daniel Hunter follows two NFL teams on the gram, the Minnesota Vikings and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hmm. Now, I'm assuming as part of these discussions, right, we're trying to figure out, are we going to pay him? Does he want a multi-year deal? How much guarantee? Well, my gosh, we're at an impasse here that they've probably also had discussions about trading him, right? And we mentioned well, yeah, that's going to be yes. Months ago, we mentioned the Jaguars as a team. Hey, look for teams, especially yep. AFC teams, where you could send him out of the conference. Right, AFC teams that might be willing to overpay for an extra defensive piece, like a last piece to the puzzle. Right, and the Jaguars kind of fit that discussion. This is just—I'm not reporting it. This is just—I I am reporting that he's only following two NFL right. teams: one I'm Vikings, surprised. one Jaguars. That is a report. Okay. I am I'm, speculating I'm as to the Vikings. I'm oh, surprised really? he. I'm surprised he has not ditched the Vikings from the from the gram. Or that's when you're but not like happy, that's like a final step, right? I don't think they're quite to the well, end game of this. This is going to have. This is a situation that either, in my opinion, needs to get resolved fairly quickly, or he probably gets dealt. And you prefer not to. But, like, you're not going to let this one go. But, again, they could be, for all I know, they could be close as well. I'm just – it's just provides – it's going to provide an interesting window into how the GM and coach, for the first time, contractually handle something like this. It won't be the last time. Why do you think the Vikings uh, – this is just going off of, like, Doogie's reporting, even Shooter uh, from the Pioneer Press – why wouldn't the Vikings at this point, they've already said they've done a great job saying goodbye to like the 30 some year old veterans. They said goodbye to like four different guys, right? Five different guys. Why not look at Daniel and say, okay, let's do a three-year deal. Let's do a three-year deal. Let's get you 40 some million dollars guaranteed. We'll bump up, bump up your salary this year. And, uh, and we will pay you big money through the age of like 30 into 31. Right. Like mm-hmm. that, that doesn't. And we've done we've had all these conversations. We've done all the research. Yes, you are getting close to the, the edge rusher, like elite age cliff. But he played all 17 games last year. So I'm no longer like freaking out about his lack of durability. To me, he answered that question last year. And now he's just as susceptible to injury as any. I don't think he's like more or less injury prone than any other edge rusher at this point. So I don't understand why they can't just all agree, hey, let's do a three-year deal. What's like? I saw one of the YouTube commenters just said the same thing. So what am I? What, where do you think this thing is at? Well, I think there's a couple of things at, at work here. Yes, I, I think a three-year agreement would be ideal. According to Doogie, and this makes sense, the problem is not so much the 2023 contract. It's the guaranteed cash in the years after that. And the one thing where I will give the Vikings – I mean, who knows here? But the Vikings have access to medical information that we don't. And Daniil Hunter missed 2020 with a disc problem in his neck. And so they're going to know way, their doctors are going to know way more about that. And we can't sit here in good faith, having rightfully so torched the twins for, you know, medically, what are you doing? If the doctors are like, oh, you know, that's a risk. So my guess is that. That's at play, too. But I think part of the problem is this. 
I think that the fact that Daniil is so loyal to an agent that negotiated him such a bad second contract, like I feel if Daniil would get a new agent who hadn't, you know, hadn't agreed to a terrible contract, like that's on the agent and Daniil. So there's a chance that they're trying to make up for lost time here, and that's really not going to fly. And then the last thing that I believe Declan and I talked about uh, on Friday, Phil, when you were out, is this one too. Here's what we don't know. The Vikings have a lot of very important players at different contractual situations. The Jefferson deal needs to get done. Hawkinson's not going to break the bank, but he's not going to be cheap. And most importantly, there's the Kirk situation, which I asked Quazy about to try to get a feel for if they like have any real plan there beyond Kirk's contract expires. But the one thing that we talked about, um, or that I talked about with Dex was, there's a chance that there's a very strict financial blueprint here because of all the things that we don't know, including a quarterback. Because if Kirk comes back, Phil, that's going to absolutely, positively be incredibly expensive. But if you move on from Kirk, now fitting Hunter in is pretty simple. So I yeah. think there's a lot of variables here that we don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it'd be really nice to know. Let's let's just use the Jaguars because you know there's got to be a reason why he's only following. He's just a huge Jaguars fan. He's only following he's one other team right on now, Instagram. I can hear him. He's roaring right now. I can hear him through the walls here. Like roaring like a jaguar? Is that like a jaguar? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to be a jaguar? But if you're the Jaguars, would you sort of? Desperately offer a future first round. I mean, if it's a if it's a first round pick, you probably just have to do it. But but I wonder what would the ramifications be walking into that locker room if you're Kevin O'Connell, Quasi Dofamensa during training camp and say, hey, you know, we had to draw the line somewhere financially, and so we traded one of our three best players. Yeah. You know, right before the season starts. There's a, there's a lot of elements at play here with this. But the other thing too is. Is there anyone concerned that Daniil Hunter is like on the verge of an injury or body breakdown right now? I I don't know. Again, they have medical information that we don't about his neck and whatnot. But you're almost making a decision that I don't know that he's just going to sign a one year contract. I think he would demand it if if the if the Vikings are saying, "Hey, we'll bloat your salary for this year, and then you can become a free agent." Wouldn't he say, "Well, trade me to somebody that'll give me an actual contract"? Right. I think you're a thousand percent right. And that, that's why to go back to what Dukes told us last week, I don't think the problem is 23. I think the problem is beyond that. Yeah. And e- even if it is and it probably is a three year contract. I think the issue is the guaranteed money in the last two years of that contract. And so but I guess my question is this too, just, you know, spitballing here. Does the fact he's now here help? Or does it not help and it becomes more contentious? Like, there's a lot of things because he's here that we don't know. Um, and clearly, if he's here, he wants to play. So, like, at some point in time, would would he say, I'll take that? Again, the agent is the wild card to me because the guy did a terrible contract. And he's and, and Daniil is loyal to this guy beyond belief, it feels like. Yeah. And so, like, what is what is the point where they finally say, you know what? that works both from Daniil's side and the Vikings right. side. And, and I don't know that. And I guess, and I, here's one more thought here is that you're almost deciding between like, if you think you can win big this year, where are they at in terms of what they think they can do as a franchise? Cause you, you, and you, you've got Jefferson, you've got Kirk still in his quarterback prime. You got TJ Hawkinson, 
Brian Flores should help elevate this defense, right? Harrison Smith, you have a lot of, there's a lot of win now coming off a 13 win season baked in, into this team's DNA. I get that Quasi is still talking about sort of a three year competitive rebuild arc, and we can touch on yeah. that too. But yeah. if you're serious about winning this year, mm-hmm. then you would be willing to get into maybe a questionable contract with Daniel Hunter. You would you would worry about, oh my God, are we like overpaying him or getting into a bad contract in 2024 or 25? Because you know that you need him to win big this year. So the, the fact that they might be balking at all of it is really, in, it's like a glimpse into where they think this team is at. If you thought that you could win a Super Bowl this year, you would just pay him. Like you would just, all right, whatever. Like, well, who cares about 2025 Here's a three-year contract with a bunch of guaranteed money, right? I don't think that's how these guys are going to work, though, because they're they're just basically digging out of bad contracts right now. Dalvin Cook contract. No. The Thielen the Thielen renegotiation that these guys did was absolutely awful. Like why? And so what I what I don't think they're interested in doing is continuing to go down that path. Does it mean that they don't want to win? Absolutely not. It does not mean that. But does it mean that Quasi? to a large degree, probably wants to try and win far more responsible to not create problems in future years? Yes. And again, if they, with a guy who's near 30, if they know something about his physical condition that we don't, um, which they clearly would can't and won't come out and talk about, that could also throw a curveball here because I agree. We're all thinking at this point, I think rightfully so, Daniel Hunter's an absolute key to what Brian Flores and this defense wants to do. If he's traded, you now have taken 20 and a half sacks off this team Mm -hmm. because Smith had had 10 in half a good season, and Daniel led the team with 10 and a half sacks. So, yeah, that's... It's a tough one, but I think these guys are definitely going to have a different plan on especially, Phil, aging players. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really, man, he's just, he's, as we talked about the whole offseason, he's just right on that age line. You brought up a good point about they've got some information on his neck injury and and how that might play out that the public just doesn't have. So, But that's the biggest headline today is that all of this Daniel Hunter uncertainty, he is in the building. He did officially report. Mm-hmm. Um, can we get to the, some of the Kirk Cousins stuff next year? So he said, he mentioned... He was asked about, hey, did you add anything to your off-season regimen? We all sort of saw the body work that you do, you know, especially in your mid-30s. Um, did you add anything to your regimen? He said, yeah, actually, I added a big thing. He mentioned Tom Brady with his Alex Guerrero partnership for years and years, and he said he hired a full-time body guy named Chad Cook, mm-hmm. uh, who I haven't done any. I'll do a Google search, I guess. From but, Atlanta. Okay. yeah, Atlanta-based guy. So he's he's got a guy now, and and he basically said, hey, I have one shot at this in my life, and I'm getting toward the end of it. If I can extend by a year or two, I'm all in. I want to devote my life to this as long as I can, and, and, and getting, getting a guy on board like Tom Brady did is the next step for me, which I think is a really good plan if you are an aging starting quarterback uh, like Cousins. So what did you think of that, and then what else stood out to you from Kirk Cousins' time with the media today? Well, first of all, my thought on that one was, and and um, Kirk t- talked about it too. I think Kirk talked about the fact that when he got to see, and I'm, I'm sure he saw advanced copies of the Netflix quarterback documentary that was Mahomes, Kirk, and Marcus Mariota, Kirk saw 
what Mahomes does. And he, you could tell he's like, wow, that's a lot. He's he, in, in fact, I think his words were, I'm not sure that I could do that. Go from the facility to like this gym where the guy works your ass off. But yet that's sort of what he's going to, to do exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, and you know, it goes without saying too, Kirk Cousins is not only acutely aware of his age, he's acutely aware of the fact he does not have a contract extension. Yeah. And so it's going to behoove him to do as much as he possibly can because I'm sure he wants, ideally for him, at the very least, a three- to four-year contract coming out of 2023, right? And so I think that this is he, – he didn't say it, but I think that this is also tied into his desire to put himself in the best position and shape possible so that um, future suitors, if it's not the Vikings, will have um, will have the ability to say, hey, you know what? This guy potentially not only had a really good season or a good final two years, but he's also keeping himself in great shape. He is clearly serious about it. And you know what, you guys? That could be the Vikings. That could be the Vikings. He could. I I am 100% not going to close the door on the fact that that it's not going to be surprising now if Kirk Cousins returns here. Um, But, I mean, you know what? The Netflix thing uh, showed this too. Aside from taking Tuesdays off, Kirk's pr- a pretty damn professional. Oh, like there's there's not a lot of screwing around there. There's not a lot of. I mean, the guy is in in really good shape as far as being thin, and as we saw in, in the Kirko chains, ripped as well. So it doesn't surprise me that he would take the next step to try and and you know not play till he's forty five. I would think, but at least play till he's forty or. 41. Yeah. So by the way, uh, Chad Cook is the director of performance at Players Performance Institute. He's based in the Atlanta, Georgia area. He's a biomechanics specialist and performance coach. He's been preparing to launch Players Performance Institute ever since his own potential as an athlete was cut short. So this is his business. Uh, A hockey injury, Judd, that prevented him from reaching the next level is responsible for his unrelenting mission of preventing the same fate for upcoming and current athletes. He suffered oh. a hockey injury, and hmm. now he wants to change for whom? the does landscape. It uh, does, that does not say in here. Anyway. Minor league hockey or college hockey? He is Something from, like he did go to University of Wisconsin Whitewater. Okay. So he, oh. might, he might be a Packers fan at heart. Yeah. This might be a sabotage inside job Uh-oh. by yep. the Green Bay Matt Packers. McClure. And yeah, the rest of them. Yeah, Kirk, why don't you uh, why don't you try and like put your left leg behind your hey, head Kirk. there, and uh, you know, yeah, here's uh, it's McDonald's Day, Kirk, so uh, we're gonna eat seventeen what Big cra- Macs. Where's that snap I heard? <laughs> Just drank. Don't worry about it. Try another one. So I don't know if I were him, I would be recommending AG One, for instance. So about yeah. six years ago, I discovered AG One products, and they added so much value to my life. In fact, I discovered AG One through one of my favorite podcasts, the Tim Ferriss Show. And, uh, and now it's kind of cool on this podcast to tell you guys about how one scoop mixed with your water in the morning covers you for the day in terms of nutrients, 75 high quality nutrients that give you or uh, ingredients, I should say, that give you important daily nutrients. You can either scoop one in the morning or maybe midday if you're looking to avoid kind of the middle of the day uh, lull, brain fog lifted for me, energy levels heightened, helps with my gut health. AG1 is a comprehensive solution for your supplement routine, and they're giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash purple daily. That's drinkag1.com slash purple daily. 
Also, a shout out to our friends, our good friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They are like having, I don't know, like a great, it's like having a great insurance trainer guy or something. They are looking out for the health of your business. They're looking out for risks on the horizon, and uh, they have over 100 years of experience in working with businesses. You can go to their website, federatedinsurance.com, to find a list of industries they specialize in, see if there's a match for you, especially if you're a next-generation business owner, maybe taking over for your family, whatever it is. Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Can I say one one thing about Kirk here, Judd? Um there are obviously some things in that Netflix documentary that that validate concerns that we've had, right? The way that he like some of the uptight stuff on the sidelines yeah. and and whatever. Uh, there's also a whole side to him that's. I feel like he'd be a much more fun hang now than before I watched the documentary. Even in the way that he was kind of talking about it and beaming at the podium today, um, he was just really willing to let cameras inside his life, and I think. I think that's really cool. I respect that. And I will say, because I, I, I already hear from Vikings fans, you know, like, you know, if, if he like if he performs the way he did last year with the eight fourth quarter comebacks or if, you know, as you start to see more of him and like, oh, it's so interesting. You can see yourself getting a, you know, getting a drink with Kirk Cousins. Every shred of criticism since 2018, I think, remains valid. Like if, if you criticized him for coming up short in prime time at times. That happened. If you criticize him for never leading a team beyond the second round of the playoffs, that is true. If you criticize him for, you know, short circuiting on fourth and eight with the season on the line and checking down to Hawkinson, like that happened. That's a true thing. I think another thing that can be true is going forward, his career is nowhere close to being over. He should be better now than he was a year ago, certainly than he was five years ago. And he has the ability to write more chapters. So I am super curious to see coming off of last year, coming off the Netflix thing, adding a full-time bodywork guy. Is there another chapter here? Is there another level? Is there a late career surge no. as a playoff quarterback, right? Like I am willing as a Kirk Cousins hater or whatever throughout my time, I am very curious to see what 2023 brings with open eyes and an open heart, Judd. Well, you're open heart's a great thing here, but I mean, here, so, so again, to go back to the documentary was fun and like Kirk and you, you could see it there. The documentary when, when he came to the podium today has loosened him up. I think yeah. he watched it and went stored Smalley. People like me, people really, really like me. Yeah. And so he's, he's more comfortable not being as cliched, which he would tend to, he would tend to try to not, and, and he would not do it in a combative manner, but try to not give you much. And I feel like the document, how people accepted that have helped him. But the reality is this, this is a marriage, not of Julian Kirk, but of Kevin and Kirk. And what we saw last year, now the fourth and eight was a was a meltdown. That was a problem. And and we still don't know what O'Connell really called. And certainly there's there's blame probably both ways there. But the reality of what the Vikings got from Kirk was exactly what we discussed when O'Connell was hired, which is you're putting him with a guy he's going to be comfortable with, that he's going to trust, who's going to do his damnedest to be the alpha that a quarterback is because, you know, the one thing I keep coming back to is, can you imagine if Kevin O'Connell had a shred of talent? That guy would be a phenomenal quarterback. Like he is wired a hundred percent. Right. And so, so these two are 
tied together at the hip, in my opinion, and they are both dependent on each other for success. So this to me is not a new Kirk. This is just a Kirk who got the right guy because, you know, Mike Zimmer couldn't stand the guy. That's not a secret. Yeah. Mike Zimmer had no time for him. Mike Zimmer, besides Teddy, doesn't even like quarterbacks. So, you know, the fact that Kirk is becoming more and more comfortable in the offense with people in a building in which he's now embraced um, does not surprise me one bit. Does that mean Kirk Cousins is a fundament, fundamentally different person? Absolutely not. But he's been now, he's put in a position now to succeed. Do I think that at the end of the day, Kevin O'Connell is the alpha in the Vikings QB room? Thousand percent. And it makes a difference. Because Kirk's not that guy, and he's never going to to be. And if after 2023, Kirk goes and signs with a team that's just like it was here, right, defensive coach or something or an impatient coach, he's going to go back to being that Kirk. This Kirk got a fresh start because he is now basically linked with a guy who knows how to get the most out of him. Shouldn't this be like the most confident, self-assured version of of Kirk? Because I think he has struggled with that. I almost feel like he's... He has he has lived with some imposter syndrome throughout his football career because he's never had the big time success, the team success, anyways, at any real level, right? So he's I think he's and, you, and it, some of it came out through the Netflix documentary that he's either bracing for the bad thing that's going to happen or he's showing some self doubt and he's working with the mental coach on on just trying not to dwell on the things that could go, uh, that could go wrong. But now over the last twelve months, he has a full season. And now another offseason of working with this empowering, offensive-minded coach that's lifting him up, right, through through everything, through play calling, through words, communication. And then, like you said, I don't think it should be overlooked with him that this Netflix thing comes out. And, you know, you never quite know how people are going to perceive you with cameras in your home and in the facility. And, and largely, much like some of the PGA guys we talked about, Tony Finau and, and Joel Dahman, People are like, oh, this is really interesting. He's kind of like one of us. They shop at Costco and hang yep. out at Barnes and Noble and stuff, like, and wear Kohl's shirts. So, so the confidence he's getting from the coach, the confidence he's getting yep. from the things his teammates are saying about him, and now the public kind of coming around on him if they weren't sure. You know, this this should be the best he has felt really in his in his career to this point. A lot of people are not comfortable being a geek. Guys like me are. I got no problem with it. I embrace my geekiness. I've got a red shirt on right now. People are saying I work at Target. It's fantastic. But, I mean, I don't think Kirk Cousins truly has ever been as comfortable in his own skin as I feel like he he is now, for sure, since he got here. Like, Kirk Cousins was, in my opinion, and there are reasons for this, Phil, but, I mean, I really think from 2018 through 21 that this is a guy who was – uncomfortable like he knows who he is he knows what he believes so he does he's not full of doubt about his belief but I think he was full of doubt about his acceptance and you know you know if he just to go go back and I'm actually going to to say this as a um as a compliment I think if you presented the whole COVID thing now it wouldn't be nearly as big of lightning rod for for him the vaccination, not that he would get it, but you, but 
you, you recall how uncomfortable that got, right? And he was uncomfortable and it wasn't really comfortable. I think we're now de- dealing with a guy that's far more certain of how he can approach things, which is a great thing for a quarterback. I thought the nosy media made it uncomfortable myself. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember who was asking those pointed yeah, questions. but uh, fastballs. I thought he looked very comfortable. In the, it was just... It oh, got those Judd, those were at the Judd but it was, But his head coach was, like, all pissed off, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Kevin O'Connell, the more I watch this guy deal with, with people, for, forget the media, people, the more impressed I get. Yeah, it's, I agree. He's, you, I you, mean, there's, you do wonder, like, as things inevitably go a different direction in close games or you don't get the Josh Allen fumble or the, yep. you know, the you're down 33 nothing and you don't score... You know what? What does it look like if they get off to a weird start? You're two and four. You know, th- yeah. Is he able to to coach from that side of things? Um, okay, Quasi uh, spoke. What were your takeaways from from Quasi? Very little. He didn't say much. Um, he he. You know, I feel like O'Connell might not give, give you a ton, but he gives you something. Quasi, I think tap dances a lot. Um, I, I thought it was interesting. He can you know basically confirmed that there's still ongoing talks. With Jefferson, I'm wondering when that gets to be, if that gets to be an issue at some point in time or not. Like, he's got two years left on the rookie contract, but everybody wants to get this contract done. Um, I'm sure it's convoluted and complicated. Uh, he, he said that they're continuing to talk to Hawkinson and alluded to the fact that, you know, the Kirk talks aren't dead. And then Kirk said that might be, be the case, but that's all going to go through my agent, Mike McCartney. And if Mike has something to tell me, i.e. a big offer, he'll call me. Um, but beyond that, I thought O'Connell again carried the day as far as um, just being so comfortable and talking about, you know, what's going on. Um, he doesn't give you too much, but you feel like he definitely provides morsels where I think Quasi in part probably because to go back to that uh, USA Today piece now a year plus ago, I think Quasi is much more guarded, don't you? Yes, I think I, th- I think some of it is just like the nature of what how Kevin can talk about a contract thing versus Quasi. So yes, Quasi's more guarded uh, because of what happened last summer. But Kevin can play good cop with these players. Kevin can oh, say, Kevin yep. can say, "Hey man, I love you. We're so excited to Neil to have you in the building. We'll do whatever you're comfortable with. If you just want to be good in meetings, point. that's fine. Let's yep. let them. It's us here, us the football guys. Yeah. We'll do what we can. Let's let them handle the contract stuff." Yes. And that's that's the line that's being drawn here. And I'm sure Kevin, you know, Kevin's not doing it to create a divide with Quasi. It's what you have to do. Your coach has to be able to. How sure. awkward would it be? And it probably is for like Bill Belichick and you know, think about other sports where there's like Greg Popovich or whatever. Let the front office do their front office thing, which is try and quite frankly get you as cheap as possible, right? I will handle the football stuff. So of course, like Kevin can be much more free in his dialogue about this but this is this is a really tough spot for Quasi right now because what do you do with Daniil while trying to figure out how much do you pay your two star you know skill position guys in TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson and how does Kirk fit beyond I mean Kirk made it very clear in the documentary and today my plan is to keep getting better into my mid to late 30s I have hired a full-time body guy I see what Tom Brady has done. I don't know if I can make it to 45, but I plan to keep ascending and getting better. And he has. You could argue he was a much better quarterback last year 
than he was when the Vikings signed him. Does he fit with the Vikings beyond 2023? If you're going to pay Daniil and you're going to pay Jefferson and you're going to pay Hawkinson and Darius coming up and you got O'Neal on the books for, you know, whatever. It, it, this is a really interesting pivot point for, for Quasey, basically these next few weeks. And the marriage of uh, O'Connell and, and Kirk is so intriguing because I think it's it's pretty apparent to me. Kirk Kirk would be fine without O'Connell, but he's fine. Like he's a statistical machine. But O'Connell actually has the has the ability working together with Kirk to turn him into a guy that wins games. I mean, eight fourth quarter comebacks for a guy who three years ago we thought was a choke artist at times. I mean, that's an incredible pivot. Um, I guess my question is, and th- this will be a question that can only be answered as things play out, because O'Connell's not going to say this, but does Kevin O'Connell think that he needs to be tied to Kirk, or will he basically say, I'd prefer to sever the rope and get my own guy and develop him? So like, this is where we, we are entering what I think is an incredibly interesting time for this franchise, because O'Connell might say, you know what? I, I got everything I could from Kirk, but wait till I get my guy and I work with my guy. And so I actually, this might not be fair to Kirk, but I actually think Kirk Cousins is more dependent on O'Connell keeping him than O'Connell is on keeping Kirk. If O'Connell is as good as we think he is. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Real quick, a shout out to our friends at EcoFun as well here. So EcoFun uh, is all about fun toys for you and your family. Electric bikes are hot right now and you can see on the youtube channel here you can see look at these like souped up golf carts you got electric bikes man you Mm. could have so much fun around your neighborhood the rest of the summer here so all sorts of great deals on electric bikes check them out at ecofunmotorsports.com if you want to snoop around their selection or just stop in off 35 north in forest lake or 35w south of the twin cities in burnsville and uh, if you do go, tell them that Purple Daily sent you in to uh, to find something, an ATV, a golf cart, uh, one of these e-bikes, and uh, enjoy yourself. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, let's keep digging through here, Judd. What other morsels do you have before we... Say goodbye. Um, I, I thought O'Connell's response to the Jordan Addison 140 mile per hour citation. Interesting. He made it very clear. And, you know, I don't blame him at one point that he was disappointed. Now, to his credit, our friend Kevin Seifert did say, hey, but he said he was trying trying to get home to a sick dog. Did you buy it? And O'Connell's like, I don't really want to focus on that part. So, um, look, mm-hmm. and I've seen a bunch of response to this whole thing. I think the reality is this. 
140 miles an hour can get you killed or somebody else. No question about that. But I've also seen, you know, it's time to drop this blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's fine, too. And I do think that um, Jordan's going to show up to training camp or is here now with a clean slate. But has he done some things that make you be like, I'm going to watch him? Absolutely, positively. I mean, to date, aside from probably, I think, a few speeding tickets that come nowhere close to what Jordan was doing, I mean, Justin Jefferson hasn't put himself on the map once in a bad way. Yeah. So so is it, if you've watched first-round picks, is Jordan Addison going to be a guy that the team keeps an eye on? Yes, no question about it. But do I think he's going to take the field on Wednesday with a clean slate? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so you guys you guys probably discussed this, I'm guessing, yesterday um, when I was gone, right? You guys have kind of done a Jordan Addison deep dive. So just, Yeah, we didn't have the dog thing, though, until no. we, okay. about we, it on we were done recording. We talked about it on Friday. Okay. Yep. So just like I guess a couple things on this because I've been thinking about this uh, you know while drenching myself in Pinot Noir in the Washington wine country over the weekend. It's just I, the best way I would characterize <laughs> it is just weird. It's just weird vibes so far with Jordan yeah. Addison. Yes. It it doesn't. God, people have such a hard time operating in the gray area, right? You're either like you're you're judging a guy when he's twenty, or or you know, or you're not being hard enough on a guy. And I would say. Just if you made a list of all the things that are just sort of weird in the last few months, there's mm-hmm. that video clip where he just like hangs up on Vikings coaches multiple times while they're trying to like welcome him to the team. Just like, okay, weird confusion, but just weird vibes. The first thing he says, I think, to Quasi or KOC on the phone when he gets drafted is time to get paid. You know, just yeah. okay. Doesn't mean he's going to be a bust, but just like that's a weird thing to say if you're like a humble team guy. Um, you know, missing all of OTAs and minicamp with an injury. Guys get hurt, whatever. Like, any one of these you could just chalk up to, you know, whatever. You know, and then driving 140 miles an hour, you know, 85 miles an hour over the speed limit at 3 o'clock in the morning. Again, well, it was his dog, and we're all dog owners. My God, like, if you told me Little, little Miss Maya is having a crisis and you have a car that can get you there 140 miles an hour, I'd be like, all right, I guess. No. Not me. Stella on your own. <laughs> Jesus, sorry, I'm going, it's yeah. 3 a.m., baby. I'm going 55 miles an hour. I'll see you when I get home. But it's like, I the, mean, if Dawn called me, I'd be like, I ain't driving that fast. <laughs> I might go 90, maybe. We'll see. But I might go 90 I, for Dawn. Just sort of weird vibes. And then for the people that are that continue to say, you know, well, it's, it's not fair to judge him. He's just a kid. You know, everyone does stupid things when they're a kid. Part of that can be true. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people's decision-making is not as dialed in when they're 21 as it will be when you're 31 or 41. But, like, I can still have a judgment about someone who does a bunch of things or does a thing like this. You can have a judgment that doesn't mean that you think he's going to be a bust, right? I think it's just, right. to, to this point, Jordan Addison has not racked up many wins as a Viking. He, it would serve him well to have a really good training camp. Can we, can can we all say that? hundred percent, hundred percent. But the thing too, and it's not fair, but when you're a first round draft pick and you are going to make the life changing money that guys like this are, um, I'm sorry, but, uh, well, he's 21. That's not, that's not a good excuse. Like if you want to be 21 and fool around and be, you know what, there's a lot of things that you can do, but if you're going to be a first round pick and you're going to play professional football and if you're good, you are going to make a killing. Sorry, you don't get just this pass of well, just wait till wait till he's twenty three. Yeah. You know, you're you're going to get called for screwing up. 
by the team. Yeah, it's uh, I think it's just fair to say a little bit of a weird start to his career to this point. Very fair. But he's got training camp preseason and the season. And now it's time. I think you said this on uh, was it the scoop this morning uh, with Doogie that it's time to put your head down now and go grind your ass at training camp and, you know, go catch six passes in week one or something. It's playbook time. It's time to get your head in that playbook and study, study, study. This is nothing but football for all of us. Don't forget that. Yes. Uh, the sports dad will be out there at training camp. Old Macadac might make his return after a, a five year. I walk through that door. You can't see it. I walk through that door. I'm addressing the team. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Where can you show just you're in an official Vikings conference room right now, right? You get there's like a yes, Vikings but, logo behind you. But if can I turn you? this. So, so oh, I'll God. give you a tour here. Okay. Okay. Careful. So, the microphone. Oh God. Watch the microphone. What? Oh, I just don't, okay, don't okay, break any okay. of the equipment. Please. No, I won't. Yeah, I've had a rough week with equipment, so I'm going to turn this quickly. And if you can see this door, can you see? We see a we see a light at the top of the room there. Oh, there's a door. door. Yeah, okay. Okay, it says Vikings personnel only beyond this door. Oh, so I'm figuring if I walk, uh, I'm figuring if I walk through this door, I could actually address the team, which might not be bad for Sports Dad in my red shirt. So who has who has a red cup against the door right now, listening to everything you're saying? So like Kirk and Daniil and. KLC maybe even intern at this point okay. intern I would bet that goes to you. like offices and person I don't think it goes right into the locker room Are no you I think I think I think it's the cold tubs on the other side of that Is door you gonna open the door oh why aren't you God. filming okay. you have to film this you're not gonna not film this oh the door's open okay love the shirt love the shirt all right. Are you and Kirk? You and Kirk are matching right now. Did he throw on his red target polo too? He saw me. He was very excited. He's like, "Dude, that's a great shirt." I said, "Dude, dude, so let's go." I said, "Let's go get a soda oh, at the local drive." A diet, a diet soda, diet. just to make sure. Yeah, it's all. It's all I drink. Diet soda. Good. Him Let, too, because trainer Chad Cook would not be, you know, happy. I, I looked it up. Um, if it's Chad Cook from Janesville, Wisconsin, he's fifty-one on on hockey DB. Played two years, not very well, in the United States Hockey League. Oh, okay. In the early '90s, and okay. he must have got hurt there. That makes if sense because the same it says guy, he, which I'm guessing it is. He graduated with some of his like uh, training credentials in 1995, so it, okay. it would make sense that the hockey career came to an end, and then he got yeah. into sort of the yeah the, the physical side of it. Okay. All right. Well, there it's day one of Judd's camp notes. So here's the question. Which outlet is going to be the first now to get to Chad Cook? The Athletic, the Star Tribune, the Pioneer Press. You, How about Score North? TV. You want to write that down tomorrow? Want to write that down session? Who gets to it first? I bet it's the Athletic. I we should Alec we should Lewis all make predictions. To, and, yeah. and does a like a hundred inch story on him? Yeah. And now that now that it, Kirk kind of opened the door and he's been on Netflix, you almost have to green light the trainer doing an interview, right? You can't keep him. Can't keep him. Well, private yeah, and, it, and it's just Kirk. So, like, it's not the team. Like, I, I wonder how the team. They're probably pleased, but I always like, like the the Guerrero thing got really dicey. But I think Brady wanted Guerrero in the building. Yeah, Cook's not going to be in this building, so I'm guessing O'Connell doesn't care. Well, but but Kirk did kind of mention like guy? you know there might be times where I might want him in the building, but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Oh, this could get dicey. This oh, could like get dicey. That. Drama. We'll all wear red shirts. <laughs> Me, Chad, Kirk, all in red. With popped collars. 
All right. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us here on this live edition of Purple Daily. Uh, we appreciate you guys making this one of the most listened to football podcasts in America. And uh, we have arrived at Vikings training camp. We're going to have Judd out there on a regular basis. I'm going to join him from time to time. And uh, we'll keep this thing humming on a daily basis until until week one, which is Where now less going? than two months away. There goes Judd. Where, where are you going? I'm showing you guys. I want the people to see the signage. <laughs> There it is. There's the Twin Cities Orthopedics <laughs> Performance Center sign. And Judd's red shirt from Kohl's. Yep. All right. We'll All see right. you guys tomorrow. Later.